This episode of Disney Countdown is brought to you by Countdown Network. From Christmas to theater to Disney, parenting, and beyond, Countdown Network is your home for the top-ranked countdown podcasts in the world. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, and dreamers of all ages, welcome to the Disney Countdown Show. Remain seated, please. Permanecer sentados, por favor. Hello, Disney Countdown Podcast fam. How are we doing on this lovely, lovely day, wherever you are at? We are so happy to have you back here with us. And you know what? We're back for our second episode. Yes. <laughs> so excited. But before we go any further, you know what? Let us reintroduce ourselves. Welcome back again to the Disney Countdown podcast. My name is the Dapper Danielle, and I'm here with the lovely and the magical uh, Megan, the magical millennial. Hello, hello. <laughs> Super excited to be here again. <laughs> Megan, I, I, we have so many new friends that are from all over the world. They are tuning in. They are listening. So hello and welcome to our new friends. Do you want to know what countries? Have Please tell listen me. to our last episode. I, yes, because I can't believe this. This is amazing. You, you might be shocked by some of these. So we got our friends in Australia, Chile, wow. Austria, Greece, and Ghana. Oh, wow. we also have Japan, Brazil, Fiji, Hong Fiji. Kong. What? Megan, that's that's just that's so crazy <laughs> our podcast just did its own little mini world tour around epcot world showcase it's like soaring over the world but with disney countdown show <laughs> it's magical downright magical i am loving this so much now wouldn't it be cool if we like checked into every country on the list so i don't chris you're gonna have to make a pdf file for us or something like that so we can keep track of what uh countries we have actually been listened to that, that'll be the easiest way to do it but i can't i can't pay attention to a pdf file so someone else is gonna have to do that we survived our first episode we did yes and it was very fun we had a great time we bashed billboard so sorry not sorry but it was it was a lot of fun we we did bash billboard and there's a there is a whole um uncut version of the episode that is available on the patreon and whatnot and speaking of the patreon we have a bunch of new people that signed up Yay. for patreon so let me go ahead and shout out those brand new friends as well we have miss debbie maggie we have anthony brian and tamika Welcome, guys. Yes. Welcome to the fam. The whole Patreon family. It is slowly growing, and I'm loving this for us. Yes. yes. And uh, now, once you do join the Patreon fam, if you decide to later on, again, you get the full uncut uh, versions of the episodes, as well as additional bonus episodes, a private Facebook group. Oh, this is so fancy. Yes. Mm -hmm. um, as well as private show virtual events and show swag. I know uh, some of our friends are working on some like stickers for us. Yep. Yep. The Megan and Danielle Magical Millennial Dapper Danielle stickers. The uh, first 50 new Patreons to join our Patreon, they will be getting that show sticker. Yep. As a little welcome gift from us to you. Absolutely. So exciting. And now we, we also have some socials that our friends can go ahead and follow us on as well. Yes, absolutely. So yes, as always, guys, please make sure to follow us. Disney Countdown Show on Instagram, TikTok, and Threads now. So welcome Threads to the game. It's actually really fun to be on there. And as well as at Pod Disney on Twitter. And of course, you can always follow the Magical Millennial on Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, and Threads, and the Dapper Danielle 
on the same platforms. So we are all there and we will be giving you mm-hmm. updates on the podcast, on Disney Countdown Show, as well as stuff that we're doing in the parks and all the Disney updates. So yeah, be sure to follow us there. There's so many things. There's just mm-hmm. so many things to be able to follow. And we, we try to, we try to keep it spicy. We try to keep it interesting mm-hmm. of like, I know I post my niche content, Megan, you post your niche content. And then I feel like the yeah. countdown podcast platforms are just a mixture of all of the above. Yes. Yes. It's the, the dream collab for sure. Honestly. Yes. We mentioned that a lot in the last episode as well. Yeah. <laughs> yes, we did. Now, also, don't forget to rate and review uh, our podcast wherever you are listening to, because that does help us be heard by other Disney fans and Disney nerds from across the globe, like we mentioned earlier. And uh, now, anything else that we need to add on in here, Megan? Honestly, just anything. If you guys agree with us or disagree with us, if you got those strong opinions, we would love to hear them. You're more than welcome to leave it in a review, and we're happy to hear it, talk about it. I always love seeing people's different perspectives on topics that we bring up in the podcast. So I'm all for it. Bring it on, bring on, bring on the agreements and the disagreements. I'm also ready for a debate. Okay. Okay. Megan's like, come at me, bro. Let's go. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. Or even if you have suggestions of maybe some topics that you want me and Megan to talk about, even like let us, let us know, sound it off either on the, on any of the socials, wherever. And, uh, because we still, we still have a whole season to go, right? So we do have the opportunity to be able to talk about all these different things. Now, I feel like we got the business stuff out of the way, right? As I just cleaned off my hands here. I don't know if you can hear that over on your little ear waves, wherever you're listening to, but, uh, Megan, what's, what's happening? So our first episode released on Disneyland's birthday. Yes. And you were in the park at the exact same time, right? I was, I was, I had a reservation. I made it actually over a month ago, just because I wanted to be there on Disneyland's birthday. It's not something that I used to get to do when I was younger. It was, we were always blocked out. We didn't have the summer pass that we could go during the summer. So I was there on July 17th for the 68th anniversary or birthday. And it was hot. It's been really, really hot. I know no, I can't, no, I, Megan, let, I know let's I talk about that. this. Okay. I know. I, every time, every time I post something like that on Instagram with like the, uh, the temperature, you know, cause Instagram has the little, like, you know, it's 87 degrees. And I posted up there like, you don't know what heat is all, all the Florida people, anyone in the South really is like, mm. excuse me, ma'am. As soon as you posted, what was it? <laughs> when your first one of like, stay hydrated, everybody. And it was said it was only 84 degrees mentally through telekinesis i was sending you the bombastic side eye meme <laughs> through my telepathetic powers over to you <laughs> like girl girl you girl. you do not know what heat is and i will admit that yes i can we can be you know it, it's it's a dry heat and everyone it's knows different. that over here it's it's a little different every time i go over to walt disney world around the summer i went in may i think last year and it was sweaty from the second you step outside. And I get that. I'm so not used to that humidity. It's a different kind of heat. And um, over here, the dryness is it, it is it is just a little bit different. So still got to stay hydrated. Still got to try to be cool. Yes. But uh, it's it really is nothing compared to Florida. So it, <laughs> it's tough when I complain about our heat. 
No, it's, I mean, it's okay. We under, we understand we're just slightly salty. That's all it is. Figuratively and literally. Yes, <laughs> exactly. The, uh, for, for us, uh, just to give, uh, some of our listeners a little bit of an understanding of what the weather is currently like here in the central Florida area, uh, we are consistently having an average temperature of about 90 to 85 degrees, but that does not include the, um, humidity index, which is on an average 90 to a hundred percent, which means it adds an additional 10 to 15 degrees it is like a hundred it was 102 the other day it's heavy it felt like it's a, so yeah just you're you're swimming through air is what it feels like really though and breathing in like water essentially <laughs> it, breathing in droplets right and honestly it's more comfortable to be outside in the rain when it's actually raining than it is to be out there when it's like right before a rainstorm or right afterwards. So yeah. <sighs> yeah. Agreed. Anyway, Agreed. Uh, I'm, see, I'm getting you sidetracked. Continue with the Disneyland story. <laughs> I'm just talking about the weather over here in Disney world. I'm sounding like that old lady, you know, the weather today has just been awful. Yeah, I'm sounding like that person. <laughs> oh my God. Continue Such a Disneyland. balmy summer. Yeah. So balmy. <laughs> uh yeah so we I did I did go to the parks uh it was fairly I actually waited a little bit for the heat to die down I was kind of doing some stuff at home but I went over and they they do they try to do as much as they can for Disneyland's birthday every year I know that this was not a significant number it's 68 it's not like you know maybe we'll do something for the 70th coming up but Mm. it's they had the cavalcade which was really cute they got all the characters out in their birthday Disneyland birthday costumes and they go all the way down from Small World to Main Street, which uh, they play the birthday song and everything. And that's super fun. And then they also had a birthday donut available at Jolly Holiday for everyone to enjoy. That was really cute. Mm-hmm. Other than that, they usually do give out birthday buttons similar to what, you know, guests get on their birthday. And they would have it at the front gate. They did not do that this year. Again, I just feel like, you know, it was it's not a significant number. That's okay. But those were kind of like the main points of, of Disneyland's birthday yesterday. So we'll see if we do something for 70, because I know 75 is going to be pretty huge. So Mm. that's, I don't, I don't know, even Mm -hmm. for here at Walt Disney world, I feel like a lot of our celebration stuff, especially post post Panini, right. Mm -hmm. Um, A lot of how merchandise comes into the parks. Oh, don't even get me started on merchandise issues are happening across Disney world properties, Disney in general. Um, Mm -hmm. It's ridiculous anyway. But so that same stuff's happening, even for the freebie and the promo stuff. So people that print out the maps, like the little birthday maps and whatnot, or even create our buttons. A lot of those contracts either didn't survive or they have changed so much post Panini that a lot of those freebies or those things that we came to expect pre everything, uh, they just don't exist anymore. So it is, it'll be interesting to see as our next big anniversaries come up, what's going to happen. Cause I, even that was the biggest complaint with our 50th that literally just happened. I don't know if you remember the craziness, the day of when the Starbucks tumblers released oh. and the Karens went wild. Do I? Yes. I know. I was, I was watching all the way over here. I was, I kept an eye on it. It was, it was like a train wreck and you couldn't look away from it. That's what happened. Yeah. Uh, but so that was, uh, that was so rough, but it was only merchandise that released. There was, we didn't, I don't think we even had a cavalcade. Uh, we didn't no. have like a specialty band or anything. There wasn't even like a presentation on stage to say like, happy birthday, Magic Kingdom here. Well, Disney World, we had nothing except yeah. for merch. And that was it. So I never even like realized that. And I thought, you know, 
I, I did think y'all's 50th anniversary was better and I guess a little more celebratory than our 50th, but I but at the same time, they they actually did quite a lot for Disneyland. I don't know if you remember this back in 2005, but I I went quite a bit during that year, the our 50th anniversary. Your 50th, yes. Yeah, yeah. So um the the merch back then wasn't as like coveted as it is now I would say merch culture has definitely changed here in the past 10 years I think it's changed with uh, social media um Mm -hmm. uh, influencers of course Mm -hmm. and yeah so it definitely has changed that's that's very interesting so we it was there was no emphasis on merch in 2005 for Disneyland's 50th it was more of like changing the rides giving each ride a golden vehicle that was kind of the thing it was it was the golden birthday so um, the Jungle Cruise had a golden boat. Um, there was, I can I honestly, I think there was golden plaques on like Big Thunder. It was each ride had its own gold thing. And wow. um, yeah, so that was kind of cool. They they had a show, we had a fireworks show that was specific to Disneyland's 50th birthday. I can't mm. I can't remember what it was called, but I know Leanne Rhymes sang the song that came after the show, and that was really pretty. Yeah. Uh remember when was that song? And then um uh, other than that they had like a, a gold hat that you bought the it wasn't even with, there were no headbands it was just that the cap with the ears mm-hmm. and I still have that to this day um Aww. yeah but that was that was kind of it I don't really remember a parade either see but, but yeah. at least you guys even got a fireworks show and I don't and I don't think you people did. realize this that Disneyland's fireworks shows change so much more often than Disney World fireworks yeah. shows mm-hmm. so when we when we get a show it'll she she stays for oh, a for very years and years very yeah. long time yeah. um or she comes back like happily ever after she goes <laughs> away people literally riot in the streets and then she comes back rightfully um, so though she's amazing we love, she, she's we love amazing yeah she's allowed to stay it's yeah. fine where you guys have had almost three different fireworks shows here within the past like five years yeah no they brought they brought disneyland forever back for it for a 10 years, just a tiny little bit. And that was and for your 60th, right? That was a 60th. Yes. Okay. Everyone loves that show. That show is actually, it's amazing. Well, cause that has Julie Andrews talking and it doesn't, it, it does. It does. That's why. <laughs> yes. And it has, you know, some of the, the ride songs that we love in the end. Um, yeah, that's just a really good show. And then we have obviously wonder's journeys right now. We always switch to Halloween screams and then the believe in holiday magic over the holidays and oh uh, mickey's mix mickey's mix magic which had a very very long run at disneyland i i think um well because that was like your go-to in between when the fireworks gonna go off right correct before wondrous journeys that was what they played is the projections and mickey's mix magic yes yeah because ours do get canceled far more often than yours ever do do yours ever get canceled over there due to weather and definitely not due to weather or Uh, maybe due to weather Yes and no. So uh, I I think this is still the case. Uh, my pyro friends, you're going to have to correct me if I am wrong. Um, but like our fireworks don't stop if it's uh, hold- the only reason why it would stop is if it like lightning is in the area. Okay. Right. Yeah, because sense. we are the lightning capital of the world. We take it very seriously here in Florida. But um, if the lightning arrives within 15 minutes of the show, it's still a go. So there's like a little, there's a countdown timer, but once that timer has been started, they can't stop it. 
So if it's still a little ways out, they'll just delay it. Usually they'll just keep getting delayed. Um, and it usually passes very, very quickly. Our weather is crazy here in Florida. We just had a a giant thunderstorm and now it's gone. And the sky (laughs) is like blue outside my window right now. Um, you know, we're, we're just bipolar over here. It's all good. But, uh, so we, we hardly ever have reasons for it stopping. And for our listeners that are not familiar with Disneyland culture or with how their park operates, they are much closer, right? Uh, they are much closer to, um, normal residence areas. Yes. Yeah. We're dead in the city of Anaheim, right? Smack dab there. So we got houses right next door in, in, in Garden Grove, Anaheim, just yeah, areas that the city of Anaheim is like, these, this cannot go off. You cannot have fireworks blowing over these homes around right. 930 at night. We're not going to allow that. So, well, and again, why. you guys are drier than we are very dry. And this also, yeah, yeah could be a fire hazard as well. Mm-hmm. Exactly. See where we, we just got swamp land all over the place. It's it, if a firecracker might land on top of a gator, it's not going to phase the gator over here. It's no, no big no, deal. Nothing's catching over there. <laughs> exactly. Yes. Oh my goodness. So if nothing crazy exciting for the 50th then. Or for, for the, um, or not the 50th, the 60th, the the 68th. No, nothing crazy exciting. Mm. They they do the little cavalcade and it's fun. Uh, the crowds themselves were actually kind of fine. It was not that crowded. Again, I know that only the uh, top two keys can go. Uh, the bottom two Uh keys are blocked out for summer. So there's that, but even so, like a Monday, usually Mondays are pretty crowded over here in land. Not sure yeah. why. Sometimes they can be worse than a Saturday, weirdly. But yeah. well, that's us in Disney World too. Magic Kingdom is the number one busiest park on a Monday. Yeah. Like because Sunday's the travel day, and the Disneyland and Magic Kingdom are the two parks that you start off with at the very beginning of your trip. That's true. Okay. Mm-hmm. okay. So there's there's this there's the travel science behind it. Uh, the the travel science I like that and that that makes total sense that's what I figured I just I've noticed that over the years that month I will try to avoid Mondays if I can just it's it gets right. really crowded and then summer's y'all's busiest time over in Disneyland I would say yes and then over oh, the holidays the two weeks of Christmas leading up to Christmas yeah mm-hmm. hence why even the top the top keys blocked out during then we can't even go then wow I know I didn't realize see even our our like top tier annual pass they don't have blockouts like that I mean to. you still have to reservation but correct um, yes that that was the dream key that when, when the key the magic key system first came to be the dream key mm. was completely no blockout dates and then all of a sudden they got rid of the dream key and inspire came in which had two weeks of blockouts during over Christmas and it, it that rubbed a few people the wrong way including me um <laughs> I was like oh okay so we don't even have a key with no blockout dates anymore sick cool guys um interesting I don't think I realized that yeah mm-hmm. oh yeah no, no key that we have or annual pass excuse me that's the you know the technical term um has uh has no blockout dates we are so at least one of us has oh. restrictions mm-hmm. okay well th- that that answers a lot of questions actually for me because I, I was somebody <laughs> was asking me about it the other day and I was like you're asking the Disney world girly about the, the ticketing system for Disneyland I have no idea we are so different it's crazy there it is, is a lot of nuances for both of us yes. and it, yeah it, it's kind of wild to me you know what? even with the reservation system 
uh, shout out to our friends, Danny and Eric over at the Christmas Countdown podcast. And they just finished filming with uh, one of my social media mutuals, Santa J. Claus, right? Santa? Um, <laughs> yes. And uh, I don't, does he follow you too, Megan? He does. He comments sometimes. So, yeah. Um. So he messaged me on Instagram the other day and he was asking me about magic bands because they have new Christmas magic bands and he thought it would go great with his little uh Christmas in July outfits because he's getting ready to go to Disneyland he is oh. he is so you you're gonna have to keep an eye out for him uh but uh he so he was asking me about it and I'm like Santa I yes but our magic bands work so differently between Disney World and Disneyland. So I had to bring, I had to break out my PDF file to be able to send him up. This is the difference. I hope this helps. Tell, um, tell Dancer and Prancer I say hello. <laughs> that is so cute. That's so nice of you to kind of give him the breakdown too, because they are different. Used for I'm, different try, I'm trying to stay on the nice list. I got to do what I got to do. <laughs> stay on Santa's good side. Exactly. I, I understand. Yes, go check out our friends over at the uh, Christmas Countdown podcast. That's our our little our little plug for them as well, right? Yes, yes, we love we love those guys. We love that podcast. Well, and you know what? I think we. I think it's time for some Disney news. We got some interesting Agreed. things that are kind of happening in the Disney community. We've talked a lot about the uh, stuff already happening in Disneyland, but let's break out the Disney news. We interrupt our program to bring you this Disney news. Breaking news, ladies and gentlemen, we are getting another Tron movie. Did anybody Woo! ask for this? No. You did? Oh, subconsciously. <laughs> Would you, do you like Tron, Megan? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I was a big Tron person when that movie came out. Oh, gosh, that was 2008 or something like that. Oh. Tron Legacy. Ooh, yeah. Big time. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, that ex- you you really enjoyed the uh, roller coaster here at Walt Disney World when you came and experienced it too, right? I did. I did. It's so fun. Yes. See, I'm not Don't a roller coaster girly. I, can't. I know. The I launch. I I have a blackmail video of me that's uh, of my ride on the vehicle and. I'm like bracing myself. All five chins are out. My shoulders are up in my ears and it's just awful. But anyway, so this, so this new Tron movie, do we have a, do we have a name for it yet? We have Tron. I believe it is Tron Aries. Aries. Like after the Greek God. Yes. Interesting. Please tell me we're pronouncing that right. Chris, is it Aries or R? Aries? I'm assuming it's Aries. Aries sounds Aries. like something that they would do, right? Aries, it does. It does. It doesn't have the I. That's the thing. Like the like the um, astrology sign. It's it's A R E S. Aries. Interesting. See, I we need our technological computer nerds to sound off in the comments as well to be like, does this have a computer meaning or mm-hmm. like what it what is digital the, um, something? Yeah, the digital referencing, right? Yeah. Uh huh. And then who who is it they have cast in this? They have just casted officially Cameron Monaghan, which is he. Oh my gosh, I'm such a big fan of his. I actually saw him I at the parks one I'm day. So bad with names. Who is this guy? Can you tell me okay, what he's so done. Cameron, <laughs> I have been following him because I was a big time um, pilot fan of Shameless, and obviously it's a very um, very rated R, very raunchy show. But I loved it. I it's he's an insanely good actor he's also the joker in gotham and he's just incredible i love everything that he's in 
So I'm really excited to see him in the new Tron movie. Okay. Okay. And we don't, we don't have a timeline for this at all. Well, I mean, we don't obviously have a timeline right now. Um, We are in the midst of uh, all the strikes going on. So, but he's been cast supposedly, Mm -hmm. maybe a contract has been signed and we're going to, we're going to go on from there. So later on, eventually down the road, we will get this new Tron movie. Yes. Right. Um, That sounds like a 2027 kind of deal, but we'll, we'll get there. You know what? we'll get there when we get there at this point and that's the same thing's happening for d23 too of uh, yeah. everybody keeps asking me about the stuff that's going to be announced for like well when's disney world's official announcements and stuff going to happen we're not going to hear anything until at least it won't be the next one which is what 2025 the one over here or in world because i know there's the, the big one the big one the world worlds doesn't matter ours is like oh, okay. a, a, I, I, horribly small so i'm talking about the big the big d23 that happens every two years yes so that should be next year so 2024 if it was every two years but the I, so there are rumors saying that they will push it out another year to 25 so we'll see well, either one. So then we probably won't hear anything about official Disney World news until that next one after that, which would be 26 or 27. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Crazy. With everything going on. I know. You know what? And which which is fine. Totally understandable. We 100%, 100% support our friends support that our are writers in the writer community, in the acting community. It is such a weird time, even for our influencer friends as well. Mm-hmm. Everybody's trying to figure out what, what we can do, what we can't do. So we are just yes. pushing on and we are focusing our love on park life specifically. Right? Yes. Yeah. Right now we are pivoting a little bit more to parks while trying to obviously be in support of our fellow actor and writer friends, which I have quite a few. So I definitely... I support the strike and I am hoping that something, something and some, you know, agreement can be reached in the near future. But in the meantime, definitely we'll be standing by them for sure. Oh yes. And we can, we can focus our energy on like merch side of things and all the food and uh, yeah, absolutely. The the things that make us, uh, we just eat carbs, sit around and be all fat and sassy, right? That's, that's what we're going to that's what we're That's gonna focus sound. on <laughs> yes and then uh what what else is happening in the disney news oh what there's that big auction that's happening over in yes. california or just finished on the uh, 19th mm-hmm. i believe it yes it was it was completed yes the auction's done everyone put their bids in everyone got their stuff but this auction you guys so i was fortunate enough to actually go visit the van eaton galleries uh years ago it was before this was before covid where they had a similar auction and they basically have a live auction where they anyone can go and see any of these items but they have old like ride vehicles they have old animatronics from disneyland from the disney parks mm-hmm. and you can bid on them for large sums of money you know if you got the means i would absolutely go in as well i am not in that uh, tax bracket so i could not but um, i loved did you see john stay most john's yes his tiktok yes (laughs) and he's like getting it or what did he say oh yeah i'm gonna yeah yeah, getting that that, getting that yeah Uh uh-huh the man cracks me up so much he's our fellow you know disney adults and unashamed of it and we love him for it he and he did yeah he did a video in the gallery just showing all the ride vehicles that he wanted or that he you know claimed he was going to get yeah, the, exactly. The poster art, right? So they had like old Dumbo vehicles. They had, I, I love the posters. The old posters were amazing. There was um, a, oh, what was it? It was a metal sign from Disneyland's Country Bear Jamboree. That's cool. 
And, and that should have been saw, yours, Danielle. <laughs> it should have been mine. Rage. It's fine. And the, uh, oh my gosh, because uh, again, my listeners out there on the radio waves, wherever you're listening from, um, the thing about the dapper Danielle is that she is a country bear stan. Uh, she loves and adores this attraction here at Walt Disney World. It has gone from Disneyland. And so whenever I find country bear merch, if I can find it, I, if it's within a reasonable price range, I try to get it. Yeah. Um, yeah, but that it, I supposedly, according to one of my little friends that went out there to the uh, gallery, it was well in, into the couple thousands by that point. I'm like, I think I've been price budgeted out. <laughs> the I it's just crazy the amounts that people will be willing to drop for some of these items. But I get it; they are extremely vintage and li- literally from 40, 50 years ago. It's it's wild. They have old cast member buttons. They have statues. Like there's a Tinkerbell statue they were they were auctioning off um their Disney dollars if you remember those they had those as well wow um I had a few of those back in the day I don't know where they went but it'd be nice to still have them and they even had like security badges construction helmets along with um major ride vehicles and signs and I think there was a microphone stand was, Walt, I think microphone shield if you can believe it. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. And I think um, there were some other things I saw in there from Imagineers and their sketches. There was original yes. ride concept art for Pirates of the Caribbean mm-hmm. and the original uh, We Want the Redhead scene. And uh, there were some other really interesting sketch things that from like an artistic perspective of yeah. me really loving like that artist or that concept artist. I did see some that I was just like, oh, that would be amazing. But again, yeah there are other Disney fans that are way, just as crazy as I am. Um, they just have a larger credit card balance than I do. <laughs> right. <laughs> yep. They just, they jumped at it. So, you know, good for them. I'm very happy for them, but, yes. uh, some of the stuff it was really, really cool. Oh, you know, speaking of auction stuff, right. Um, I did not participate in this auction, but the other thing that I'm a really big fan of is of course, orange bird. I, I don't know if you can see him, but here behind me in my background, I have a whole little cubicle section dedicated to my small collection of orange bird stuff. It usually, it, it will probably keep growing, but one of my friends, uh, got, it was cleaning out and they had a, it's a cup and a saucer that has the original 1971 orange bird print on it. And a lot of this stuff was reused in the 50th anniversary items and whatnot. Wow. But okay. They were selling it for $50. Seriously? Uh, to, that's it? Exactly. So to a lot of people, they were just like, a lot of people are like, oh, $50 for like just a cup and a saucer. No, 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 no. <laughs> to be able to find one cup right now on eBay, just the cup alone, you're looking at about $50 to $75 just for a singular cup. So to have like a saucer and a teacup, $450, that's amazing. And so think, yeah, that's good. So I'm going to go pick it up from them uh in the next day or two. And I'm so excited about it to add to my little orange bird shrine. It's gonna be great. That's so cool. Uh, I am becoming that too. crazy orange bird lady. I'm so sorry. Uh, you know what? We all got our passions. We all have our things. I'm a huge Baymax stand. Anything with Baymax or Groot on it, I will buy. So yes. I am right there with you. <laughs> Oh man, yeah. that's so cool. I'm just, I'm sorry. I'm literally looking through this catalog as we speak. And I'm just like, there's, they literally are selling guest relation doors from years ago. Like the actual two, double doors, like that go like this. They the sold double those. Doors. Yeah. Are, from, guests, from the guest relations building. 
Oh, because your guest relations in Disneyland is up there in the very front to the left, that like little courtyard kind of thing, right? Yes. Is that yes. What it is? It's, I think, I don't know. There's a picture of City Hall in the background of this uh, photo. So I'm assuming that's where it was near City Hall or City Hall doors. Oh. So yeah and so um, like oh and look and they were inspired by walt disney's childhood home of marceline missouri danielle uh, <laughs> yes i love that yep. oh my gosh see in that there's so much like super like we're talking super niche like nerdy disney kind of stuff that's in that auction right oh very much so yes yeah i'm so happy for the people that did end up bidding on something and they did end up getting it like i'm happy for you i just need to come take a tour of your house later Right, right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. I just need to come see it, say, okay, that's great. And then I can leave. <laughs> yes, yeah. I'll I'll bring I'll bring you some wine and then we'll just snap a picture. Will you I accept have. cookies as form of admission payment, please? Sweets, yes. Yeah, exactly. I'll bring you I'll bring you a churro too. Oh yeah, I mean Disneyland. I'll take a churro myself. Yes. <laughs> Goodness. Oh, well, so cool. anything else new to report in the news? We don't really have anything too exciting here in Disney World. Uh I don't, well, actually Disneyland has been celebrating the hundred years of wonder, right? Yes. For quite some time now, uh, here in Disney world, we really haven't started our anniversary stuff all the way yet. Mm -hmm. you, just, you just ended the 50th. Yeah. We just ended the 50th and Epcot is supposed to be the home of the hundred year anniversary. We're supposed to be getting uh, the brand new release of a brand new fireworks show. Um, we're going to be yeah. getting statues and stuff like that. Official, technically, now, again, you can't see this right now, but I'm doing air quotes. Technically, um, there, uh, our celebration is going to start September 22nd at Epcot, where it's going to be the home of all the 100 uh, anniversary characters. So Minnie and Mickey will be in their outfits there over in the Imagination Pavilion. We're going to have the little backgrounds, the little medallions and statues and the photo ops are all going to be there. Um, however, everything else that we were anticipating opening up during that exact same time has not officially been announced yet. So like, because yeah. Uh, Epcot is still under construction. The walls, when oh, you were walls. here, Megan, uh, they're still there. Yes. Yeah. So uh, all I've seen is walls the last three times I've been there. So <laughs> uh, yes. And yeah. at, at the front and well, but that is the main hub. And so Epcot is going to be uh, broken up into four different neighborhoods. Technically it already has, but nobody has acknowledged it yet uh, because so much of it is under construction. And the main middle section is going to be called World Celebration. And this is going to have all the brand new shops, that beautiful statue of Walt Disney looking out into the dramatic middle distance uh, is going to be there behind the Epcot ball as well. And we have no date of when that section is going to be opening. And we were really hoping that World Celebration would open up with a hundred year celebration. So We'll be lucky if it opens by Christmas time right now. Really? Okay. Yep. Yep. Well, I hope you guys get that soon because we want you to celebrate with us. <laughs> oh, absolutely. I, I just want my full Epcot back. I don't want to have to go around the longest way possible to get from Figment all the way over to a uh, test track. I want to be able to just cut through again. I can't wait to see that. I know. I know. Hopefully it'll be soon. Megan, what is our big news that we need to talk about and not just my Epcot stuff? <laughs> no, it's all good. Getting Yeah, getting into the bigger news of the week. Bob Iger, CEO of the Walt Disney Company, has extended his contract through 2026. So two more years of Mr. Iger. Now, we can talk a lot about this 
And <laughs> obviously I, I, I have admired Bob Iger for years, right? I downloaded his masterclass during COVID specifically to literally just watch his masterclass. Mm -hmm. It was very interesting to watch. He's a very smart man. He, and I read his book and I was, you know, loved his book as well. Um, recent events, things have come to light and I know that times are trying. We are in a very different environment right now with entertainment and with the Walt Disney company. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and everyone, you feel free to voice your, your opinions about this, of course, in the comments and reviews, I'd love to hear them. It's just the, what he has said about the strike recently has me a little turned off and a little like, oops, you shouldn't have said that, that I don't yeah. agree with that at all. So anyway, I'm just hoping that things kind of shift a little bit um, with what he's doing with the company. Again, I know times are tough. But yeah, I, I'm not mm -hmm. super thrilled with what he has said recently. So no, and that's, and a lot of other people, I feel like they're just like, oh, what do you mean? His contract's been extended for, uh, till 2026. Um, I don't think people realize that when Disney as a company and how they work, or at least this is how it works in Disney world, especially in the merchandising realm and like just getting stuff up and moving, it takes that much time to just start a project get it submitted. There's so many different layers and different people that things have to be, that have to like go through to be able to make just something simple even happen. Right. And not, to, and not to mention, try and try to find a predecessor, try to find someone who's going to take his, fill his shoes. That's another right. whole thing there. They really want to make that or have that be the perfect person. So I right. get that. Um, and they can't do that in a year. Exactly. And maybe they're going to go ahead and bring this person in a little bit earlier. I wouldn't be surprised um, if what happens now, I'm not saying this is what is going to happen, but again, I will not be surprised based off of the previous actions of how Disney operates. Mm -hmm. If they start bringing in that predecessor come like 2024, 2025, and they're more like in a shadowing capacity with Bob, right? Yeah. And then officially during D23, 2026, he just stands up and on stage and says, here's your guy. He's already been trained. Let's go. And then he just, yeah. he takes over immediately from that point. I would not be surprised if that's what happens. I can see that. Yeah, I can definitely see that. I know that, yeah, it takes time for, for things to happen. Totally get it. The giant company. Um, mm -hmm. But yeah, so that's, that's, that's what's happened in the last week and, uh, or the last two weeks, excuse me. I feel like stuff has even been changing by the day. So if you're hearing this yeah. uh, podcast, like maybe a couple weeks from now, or even by the time that this episode finally airs, stuff can happen. We're recording this uh, episode like a couple days in advance. Mm -hmm. if, if something does dramatically change, we will come back in and we will re-record. But as of right now, stuff's been changing by the day. And uh, we, by the time you're hearing this, it could already be outdated news. So definitely uh, look into your news sources, make sure you are having accurate information so you can make your own informed opinion about any of these things, right? Yeah, that's a great point. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yep. Okay. All right. Well, enough, enough, enough of the business. You know what? Um, I think uh, Chris, do you, do you have a game for us to play today? I do have a game. Let's play a game, right? Let's, let's, let's change the tone. We're ready. Let's have some fun. Let's play a game. We're going to play the backwards song game. We'll call it that until we can think of another clever name. Okay. The way it works song. is I'm going to play a portion of a popular Disney song in reverse. Your job will be to say the name of the song 
but here is the hard part or another hard part, I guess you have to say the name of the song backwards. Now, not the actual like wordage, but you have to say the words in the opposite order. Oh, okay. Okay. Do you know how hard that is for me as a dyslexic person? Like I already have enough hard time trying to say it the correct way and <laughs> me to say it backwards. It'd be, it'd be birds, birds, the feed. Well, essentially. This is also a payback for you last week saying that it needed harder questions. Listen, just because your game was too easy and I called you out on it and now you're like, oh, let's make it more difficult for Danielle and Megan. Yep. Really. He told us, he told us, be careful what you wish for. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. You get your game started. We'll figure this out. All right. Here's the first song. Ready. Uh, I can keep playing it. You can let it play if you want. No, no, I got this. I'm just having to write it out so that way I say it backwards correctly. Birds okay. the feed. Wait, oh my god, that's literally what I said. <laughs> I, that was my example. <laughs> no way. You got it. Kicking myself. I'm over here explaining to the song. I'm going to talk about this song later on in our countdown. Oh, great. So, of course, I'm going to know it because it's in my top five. And it's Walt's favorite. So yeah, and, of course. See, because we talked about it in the last episode. Yes, oh. we did. Okay. Continue, right. Chris. Okay. Next one. Game face, Megan. Focus. What do you that, think? That was go it let. Don't let them in. Don't <laughs> let them see. Be the good girl. That's so weird. Okay. I did not get that one right away. I think it was because when you played it backwards, it changed like how Adina Menzel, she has that like iconic voice. It put her like inflections in reverse. And I was like, that is not her. True. That's the game. I Okay. Good one, Megan. Good one. I think I think you. Moving on. Here's the next one. What do you think? Hold on. Mouse the Mickey March. Or no. Right. Hold on. You got some words right, so I'm just going to let you kind of work through it. March Mouse. March Mickey. Mouse Mickey. The. <laughs> Who's the leader of the for you that was a good call. I'm over here dabbing. I heard, I heard following the leader for, for a second, and I got confused. Uh, like, so you thought uh, following the following. leader from Peter Pan? Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. So here's the next one. What do you think? Work you whistle while. I'm gonna let you try it again. Oh, is it wait? wait, wait. Oh, is, oh, did, did it I say again. it wrong? Did I say it wrong backwards? Yeah. Oh, yeah. hang on, wait. Work you while whistle. <laughs> oh, good one. I missed my two first words. Snow has right, such so. a distinct singing voice. Oh, for sure. Yeah. We have two more to go. Oh, Danielle. Okay, let's go. Oh, let's over tied. Here we go. Ready. Megan, what do you okay. think? Okay. Oh, oh, I got it. Hold on. Do Hold you on. have it? Um, I know what I, what's the name of the song? Dag, never. That's Hold the on. question. That's what we're asking. Um, I, I don't think I know the name of the song, but. Okay. No. Okay. Hold on. Hold on. I'm looking. Is it, is it, is it by the three caballeros? Is no, it, it is not. not. It totally sounds like it. Okay. Danielle, it's, that's all you. I'm sorry. Hold on. I'm, I'm looking it up. 
Okay, world perfect. He's the son <laughs> of the nation. He's the hippest dude in creation. Emperor's new group. Seriously? Whoa. So it's because, so, okay, sorry. So the reason why you got thrown off, Megan, was because that is not the original recording from the movie. From Tom Jones. Okay. Right. Exactly. So he has the, a distinct voice too. Okay. It's distinct voice. However, the original song, so Perfect World, if you listen to the recording, it is not available on Spotify. So you have to go through the cover versions of it to be able to get it. I didn't know that. Okay. Okay. Yes. That is honestly, Dan, I'm very impressed and you should win this I game was with shocked that one. with myself <laughs> too. Like, I didn't get it there until the very, very end where it was like talking about the uh, uh, begins and ends with us. It's that like up and down yeah, yeah, motion. Yeah. That's the only way I was able to get that. Oh, good one. Good one, Chris. Making it harder really, for us. Really oh. good. Yeah. All right. So here's the last one. Okay. For the win. We're tied. Danielle, raise your hand first. Um, hold on, I gotta write it out so that way. Uh, <laughs> you of out man. Wait, hold on. I'll make a oh oh. You of out man. A make owl. <laughs> well done danielle thank you thank you i think that was just harder for me to get to because the, the name of the song was longer so i was making sure i wasn't getting it out of order doing it backwards that, yeah that was definitely the hardest title to get that, that i would have to write that out as well uh, yeah Yay, oh, good, that was good really game, i know good job danielle great job and everybody wins i don't keep track of the scores so everybody wins all the time thank you oh thanks definitely lost okay okay well speaking of these songs now megan so we've we've gone through the backwards versions of the songs i think it's time to go ahead and start our countdown the thing that all the peoples have been waiting for Mm -hmm. is what our top five through one or one through five songs are on our personal personal favorite disney songs because last yesterday last episode we talked a lot of smack about the billboard 100 we did um and again these are not songs that we suggest would be the top 10 or top one through five songs of the disney company as a whole these are our personal preferences and that's why my options got really weird and i feel like mine are going to be just as niche for my top one through five as well we love it but we love the contrast between yours and mine because they they are going to know exactly what i'm talking about and then we're going to have to do a little bit of a deeper (laughs) dive for yours but that's what we love about this that's why it works you know, yes, it does. It really does. <laughs> well, here, Megan, do you want to go ahead and get us started off then? Yes, but let's recap our 10 through six before we give you our one through five today. So for my uh, top of the list here, now my number 10 was uh, When Somebody Loved Me from Toy Story 2. Mm-hmm. Then I number nine, I'll Make a Man Out of You, which Danielle just won the game on <laughs> from <laughs> <Yeah>. Mulan. <laughs> number, my number eight was How Far I'll Go from Moana. Number seven was Reflection, another one from Mulan. And then my number six was Eye to Eye from the Goofy movie. Very, all very, very much on brand for you, Megan. Thank you. Um, And now for my 10 through number six. So my number 10 was, again, we're starting off with the obscure, uh, Little Patch of Heaven from Home on the Range. Number nine was Nothing Can Stop Us Now from Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway, the uh, theme park attraction. 
Absolute bop. A bop. Yes. <laughs> Fantastic. Um, and number eight uh, was um, substitutionary locomotion from bed knobs and broomsticks. Yes. Number seven was one that we had to look up and Chris pulled up the audio for us was Let's Dance at Disneyland uh, from the Disney Parks soundtrack from I think it was the either late 50s or early 60s. And then my number six was the 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 piece of art performed by Professor Ludwig von Drake, uh, the Spectrum song from World of Color. And uh, I, I don't know, I think actually, as I'm looking through my list, I'm comparing what my five through one is compared to my 10 through six, I might not have as, well, I don't think they're as obscure songs. Megan, you might think they might be obscure. So let's, I think <laughs> I'm we excited. should jump right into it. Do you want to share do what it. your number five is then? Absolutely. Absolutely. Let's go. Uh, number five. Now, of course, a song from this particular soundtrack had to be in my top 10. It is You'll Be In My Heart from Tarzan, performed by the ever amazing Phil Collins. And that is my favorite song from that album. Although very close is Two Worlds and then Strangers mm. Like Me. Those are my top three, just in case anyone was wondering from the Tarzan soundtrack. Well, you were very passionate about it last episode. You were ready I, to I throw hands. Yeah, <laughs> I when I saw that list and realized that you'll be in my heart and uh, the song from Brother Bear, uh, I'm, on my, I'm on my way, tell everybody I'm on my way. We're the only two Phil Collins on there, but yeah. Okay. Uh, and every, uh, there was a couple people that sounded off on Instagram and they a hundred percent agreed with you. Uh, also in the comments. Yes, they were, they very, very much injustice that did not appear on the billboard top 100. And that's just because that's one of your favorite movies, right? It is. Tarzan's one, that was one that I grew up with. Same with uh, Mulan and uh, Hercules, Ember's New Groove. Yes, that was, that's in there with those, those movies. So I'm happy that everyone shares the same passion that I do for the Tarzan soundtrack. Oh yes. And so they, they're hardcore fans just like you. Thank you. <laughs> All right, Danielle, what is your number five? I'm so eager to see your list right now. <laughs> so number five, this one is actually not because it's my favorite movie. It's because she is one of my favorite singers in the regular genre. And number five for me personally is He's a Tramp performed by Peggy Lee. Um, and I don't, it's, it's iconic. Iconic. It's iconic. Yes. 50s 60s genre and like swing vibes and whatnot it is I actually I actually did a couple of auditions back in my high school theater musical days and I would perform he's a tramp so this one's very very near my heart to how I got my auditions and whatnot um Amazing. good times good, good times, times man uh, that's awesome that is a great song I love and that one as well for a and little fun to sing oh it's so fun to sing and just a little sassy is she a cocker spaniel is she a cocker spaniel also, or what? What dog is she? I'm not. I'm bad with my dog breeds. She was like a like a. Uh, oh my gosh, what was she? She's a long haired like. I I can't remember. It wasn't a poodle or anything like that. Because because Lady was a cocker spaniel. She was a cocker spaniel. It was anyway. She was a very fluffy dog with her like one blue eye showing and her yes. crazy bangs hanging down. She was sassy. She was super sassy, and uh, I just I also just love this artist in general because she sings her version of Fever uh, is like the song mm -hmm. uh, when the you one. when you look it up and yeah. uh, just fantastic all the way around. So he's a tramp is my number five. Love it, absolutely love it. 
All right, let's uh, go up to number four here. I'm definitely getting into the classics myself. This one is just personifies Disney to me, and it's A Dream is a Wish Your Heart Makes from Cinderella. Oh. And lots of personal connections with this one. I sing this one all the time. Like for some reason, it's the Disney song that pops into my head whenever I'm in the car and I do my car concert that I love to sing. Um, and also just, I, I have a sister who is 13 years younger than me. So growing up when I was a teenager, she was a baby. She she loved oh. Cinderella. And so this was the one, this was the movie and the song that was on the TV all the time when she was younger and yeah I just think it's just a wonderful song so that's my number four Mm -hmm. I you know I think some people would be surprised that normally I there for the longest time a lot of the Cinderella songs were probably in my top one through five because of my time as a fairy godmother at the Bippity Boppity Boutiques right Mm -hmm. and those those are like the fairy godmother theme songs but I don't know if maybe it's because I was oversaturated with that music during that time of my life yeah that it is still in my top like 20 right the all the all the songs Mm -hmm. like Bippity Boppity Boo is the bop right yes yes so that's in my top 20 but I would not consider that in my top five but no that is totally understandable and a fantastic choice for your number four thank you thank you now all right what's yours for mine actually number four let me add a little bit more context to this my one through five for example I had to really deep dive into my Disney playlist and really listen to and think okay what are my songs that I do not press skip for when I, when it comes into these top four when these come on I do not press skip and my number four is bundle of joy it is from inside out oh my gosh wow is that um that's not instrumental is it or it is, is it, it is only oh, it is instrumental okay. and i i was shocked with myself of like oh you know what as i'm like i'm i'm doing some like really deep personal reflection as i'm through this play this uh playlist and these uh soundtracks i'm listening i'm like Okay, bundle of joy is that song is that playlist that you just have to turn it on and it just it swells and it moves you and whatnot. And I think my reasoning why I associate this is because uh in the in the very early morning hours, right, of reopening after the panini and being a cast member and we worked in disney springs and we would have to walk across this bridge to get across the four-lane highway now uh into disney springs and i would have my headphones on as i'm listening the power washers are out there in the morning no guests are out there and in my headphones i would just hear this music just start and swell and it's this little tiny bit of piano and it echoes i don't know chris are you able to pull up this song at all because I, I knew exactly what you were talking about. Okay, yeah, you were able to picture it, but just of, of course, yes. So the sun's slowly rising over Disney Springs. It's still really hazy out. The humidity is thick in the air. As you're walking through this empty promenade of town center, Danielle's wearing her all black little cast member uniform. And she's just listening to this as she's walking in and slowly waking up from her day. And she's walking on over to Marketplace side Starbucks to get her Trent to strawberry refresher with light ice and light water. Wow. Magical, right? It really is. Yeah. That is a pretty uh genius melody right there oh it is and it, it invokes so much emotion too but i so yeah. i think that's in my top four because of the memories it associates with 
I love that. That's a great choice. And I could totally see that. And I can, I pictured everything you just helped us visualize. So thank you for that. That was thank lovely. You. I try. <laughs> Amazing. All right. So let's move on to number three. Again, classics, classics. I have a lot of princess stuff here, but number three for me is part of your world from The Little Mermaid. I love both versions. I think they are just incredible. Um, I, yeah, I love them. It, it gives me chills every time that song comes on. I was a big fan of Ariel growing up. She was my favorite princess up until I was maybe like 20 or something. I don't know why I picked that number. Because but... we got more mature. It's really I, what I it so. is. And yeah. we looked at Ariel and we're like, honey, we love you, but we do not need to trade in our fins for a ma'am. That's really what it is. <laughs> we realized that in, in, in womanhood, it's like, oh, she was, she's being a little boy crazy. <laughs> a little bit. But I think that song is still very powerful because you associate with your childhood. You associate yeah. with growing up and whatnot. And it, it is a very iconic. It ended up the number one spot in the billboard. Do we agree it need to be number one? No, but, but it's my three. <laughs> it, it, it deserved to be in the top three though. It deserved it to be yeah. in that spot. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. So that's my three. Well, this one is for number three. It is so niche and very short-lived at the Disney parks. And actually I previewed this on my Instagram stories. The end portion of the song in particular um, is the final from Harmonious, which is the Epcot uh, fireworks show that you actually got to see right before uh, it went away, Megan, mm -hmm. uh, here in Disney That's World. Nice. Yeah. Yes. And a lot of people didn't really necessarily love this show, but a, a lot of people really love the music. Yeah. And the finale is it's actually the song Someday from The Hunchback of Notre Dame. And it never actually appeared in the movie itself. It was written for the movie. It was cut. It was supposed to go where um, the outcast song is. And however, it can still be heard over the end credit scene. Mm -hmm. And it was revitalized and reused for the Hunchback of Notre Dame musical. And that's where it got its notoriety and became more popular from. But it was used as the finale song for uh, harmonious and the build at the very end where it's all these different singers representing these different countries and cultures are coming together in the swell of music singing that uh, someday when we are wiser and it's basically this prayer and this hope for the world that we will grow and become one as a as a as a world which I think is a fantastic representation a great story for Epcot and this is my number three song of I can't skip this when this comes on especially towards the end where there's this this build this sudden drop and then it's the the finale of it all coming together and it's just beautiful it's a beautiful beautiful song I love that Danielle that's a great number three oh, gets me emotional I'm getting gets, all the clips over here chills. yeah yeah definitely all right we are down to top two my goodness here we are okay um my number two is I'm just gonna say it it's colors of the wind I think that Pocahontas really? and Judy has one of the most 
beautiful voices for a Disney princess. I just, it's so powerful and just iconic. And I did, I did choose Colors of the Wind. I also love Just Around the Riverbend, but Colors of the Wind is, I can't skip it every single time. Gives me chills. It was one of my favorite parts of the original World of Color show because it literally, they did this like, um, orchestra and chorus version of it and then like it was just this huge swell and it it gave me chills every single time so um it's like my my harmonious finale was your colors of the wind in world of color yes 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 (laughs) it like was like and my my eyes got all big you know (laughs) whatever whatever I all dilated and you're like yeah this is fantastic (laughs) yep so that would be my number two. And I'm super excited to hear yours, Danielle. Well, okay. So my number two, how a lot of your songs were definitely in, uh, like impactful to your childhood and whatnot. My Disney movie growing up was Lilo and Stitch, right? To the point where um, it was that time where it was also in VHS, but it was also one of the first DVDs that became regularly available. Mm-hmm. Uh, back, if you don't know what a VHS kids ask your parents, they might know what it is at this point. Big old point. tape. Yeah. Big old tape <laughs> thing. And, uh, but the DVDs were still like newer, if that makes sense. So they, Very so nice. they were newer technology at the time. Well, I watched this DVD so much that it actually broke. Right? <laughs> did it, did it get like, scratched it just stopped playing it did it's not I kept I kept that dvd so pristine I would like pick it up and put it in a box and it had very few scratches it just okay decided to stop working right so my parents had to go out and get me another dvd right but uh I played the bonus features so much because of this song in particular my number two and I, I might be pronouncing this wrong I am so sorry to my uh Hawaiian native speakers and my Polynesian speakers uh Hemele no Lilo which is oh, the yeah. opening song to Lilo and Stitch and it is so it translates to a song for Lilo Right. And I did not know this until, well, again, because I'm a nerd about these random things, but there is a whole thing where the name Lilo in the Polynesian language, it can also translate to uh, the lost or to be lost. Right. Mm -hmm. So the song is also for the lost. And the whole, the whole lyrics, if you go through and you actually listen to it, it talks a lot about uh Hawaiian culture and it's actually a song referencing the monarchy the last and first queen of Hawaii and uh it's a song to the Hawaiian people talking about your roots and like if you are lost well actually let me back this up a little bit the oh see we're getting into all the technicals of this song right now but from what I understand the song is written in a form of Hawaiian poetry that again I cannot pronounce the name of what it technically is it's K-A- O-N-A, I believe, or K-O-N-E, something like that. Mm -hmm. But it is a type of poetry where the actual meaning is vague to those that are the song is not for. So only if you know the song is meant for you, will you even understand it? Wow, that's amazing. It is so, and it's so deep. And maybe this is why like certain people resonate with the song, especially people of the Polynesian culture, they might resonate with this song more because it is specifically meant for them. Yeah. yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's so cool to look back on that, but that was my number one or my number two song because of the bonus features. I actually, uh, little Danielle 
living in Columbus, Ohio, I, I played the bonus feature so much. They show a clip side by side of the actual recording of the dancers that the animators used for the opening mm-hmm. dance. Mm-hmm. And I memorized it to the point where I thought I was a Polynesian dancer. <laughs> and so just little Danielle, just doing these hula movements and whatnot. And, uh, I, I don't, so it just, it it still brings happy memories associated to me for this song. So yes. That's really awesome. I do. I love that song. That is one of my favorites off of the Lilo and Stitch soundtrack for sure. Oh, for sure. Probably more so than uh, Hawaiian roller coaster ride. Also a bop. Yeah. Yes. Also a bop, but I would, I would agree with that. Yeah. I was about to say it's, I do like listening to that one a little more than Hawaiian roller coaster ride, which is still, still great, but yeah. Oh yeah. For sure. All right, Danielle. What's the number one? We have made it to our number one spot of our personal Disney songs of all time. And before we get into our number one song of all time for us, please make sure that you follow us on the socials at the Disney Countdown Show on Instagram, TikTok, and threads at Pod Disney on Twitter. And then I am at the Magical Millennial on all the socials. And she is at the Dapper Danielle. So be Mm -hmm. sure to follow us on wherever honestly on all, all socials really i'm all on the, the youtube things. as well you'll be able to find us somewhere <laughs> we, we somewhere oh and on patreon too don't forget and we will have a bonus episode uh going through as well and that's where we're going to be sharing our the ones that didn't make our top 10 correct we're going to be sharing our uh 15, or uh, 10 through 15 or, or 11 through 15 11, excuse, 11 through 15 yes excuse me. Yeah. <laughs> so even even more randomness and more deep dives into uh what we really love in the disney music soundtracks and whatnot yeah yes super exciting all right what's that one megan it's time Time for number one okay i am i'm gonna try so hard not to talk for an hour about this song (laughs) no go off pop off Uh, go this is this is a little bit more of a deeper track for me because of the personal connection that i have to this song it is and i People who have watched my TikTok live streams and stuff probably already know this, but it's it's Little Wonders by Rob Thomas, and it is from the movie Meet the Robinsons. It's I just have this crazy emotional personal connection to not only that that song but that film because of the quote at the end. Um, it's just it's all about you know you keep moving forward no matter what you fail time and time again that's okay you just keep moving forward that's all you can do right. And how failing is not necessarily a bad thing. At least you tried, you tried your best. And that just takes you one step closer to your goal and um, stuff that you want to achieve. It's just part of the journey, right? So over the course of my life, I have learned a lot, obviously, and had my fair share of failures and mistakes and mishaps. Um, When it comes on or when I purposely put it on, it's when I just need that little extra boost of motivation, happiness, <laughs> and just to feel like, hey, you know what? Everything's going to be okay. The The past is in the past. Whatever happened, happened. Um, and that's the, the first line is like, let it go. Let it roll right off your shoulders. The hardest part's over. That's literally the lyrics, the first three lines of Mr. Rob Thomas singing that. And, and also just like, we love accomplishing our goals. We love reaching that final stage, but really it's the journey along the way and the little moments. And that's why it's called Little Wonders. All lives are made in these small hours. Um, so, and that's what I literally one of the things that I carry with me in my life that really just kind of keep me going and keep me being as positive and happy as possible. So 
yeah, that is why it is my number one Disney song and has been for quite some time ever since really the movie came out. Oh. love that that's my number one y'all little wonders from rob thomas and meet the robinsons <laughs> do you want to hear a little bit of it yes please <laughs> such a great opening also Let it go, let it roll right off your shoulder, don't you know? The hardest part is over, let it in. Let your clarity define you in the end. We will only just remember how it feels. Our lives remain. As I'm over here lip syncing and using my uh, cup straw as a, my microphone. Yeah, yeah. Beautiful. <laughs> Meanwhile, you have an actual microphone right in front of you. It's not the like same. I, this is more dramatic. <laughs> I, I love that, Megan. That's fantastic. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And see, I, I love, I love how our top, our top songs, your number one song, and also my number one song are the emotional ones like these are the ones that they like immediately were just like oh my goodness yes this is so so good Mm -hmm. um mine actually I talked about it a lot and actually we mentioned it earlier in the game and I was like oh hey I didn't mention it but number one is feed the birds for me and not not just because it is Walt Disney's favorite song but for some reason before I even learned the history of this song and what it meant to Walt and the Sherman brothers and whatnot. I fell in love with the music. Don't know why, but for some reason it is what I call my trigger song that as soon as I start hearing it, I will start getting emotional. Like you'll have that one singular tear drip down the cheek and whatnot. And uh, no matter what version of it is played, whether it be my brother playing an acoustic song version, or I'm hearing the actual recording by Julie Andrews, it is just a fantastic song I don't have any which is funny that a lot of my other songs I have a specific memory associated with it with that song but this one in particular I don't know why it just personally resonates with me and maybe it's a a chance the lyrics itself is talking about like stopping paying attention to those around you and uh just really focusing on not just the small moments and those little tiny things of uh I don't know, just simple as feeding the birds. So it, it is fantastic. Yeah. I love that. It's a beautiful song. Like it is. truly one, I think probably my favorite off the Mary Poppins soundtrack. So, oh, oh yeah. That's, and yeah. this song again, did not make it at all in the billboard top 100. I still and can't believe that. Again, mm-hmm. rage done. But they that <laughs> canceled. Quit. They were canceled. <laughs> Throwing this computer across the room. <laughs> yes, for sure. Um. We did it, Megan. All the we emotions towards the end there, for sure. Get, get us all emotional. Dab, all emotional. dab around the eyes. It's just yes. sweat. It's fine. <laughs> We're glistening. We're sparkling. It's pixie dust. We're, sparkling. We're fine. It's fine. <laughs> uh, that was, that's great. Wow. Okay. Well, 
I, I don't know. Is there anything else we should add into this? I mean, we can't necessarily add anything else to our, our number one, we, but I know, <laughs> but we're going to have, we'll, we'll sit down. We're going to uh, finish recording our 11 through 15. Again, those are going to be over on the Patreon. So you guys can get even more of our personal tidbits and our other personal favorite songs are going to be over there. Yeah. I love our list. I love your list. And I, again, love the contrast between them. I think that's just really cool that, you know, I'm, I'm Mrs. Classics over here, but with, with a little, you know, personal one thrown in. Oh yeah. I, I thought your number one was a nice obscure song. Cause that is not, a, that is not a popular movie, even though it deserves to be. It's so underrated to me. It's, it's one of the most underrated uh, Disney movies for sure. It is, but the message is so powerful in that movie. It really so if is, you, yeah. if you had not, maybe, maybe by us doing these obscure songs and these obscure lists, this really invokes people to go ahead and try other parts of the obscure Disney culture, right? Maybe they're newer to being a, a part of the Disney family, right? Or a lot of people I know only recently became Disney adults, as I'm using again the finger quotes um, in the air that y'all can't see. But as Disney adults, right? If you are newer and a lot of people became Disney adults during the Panini, right? Um, they're not as familiar with a lot of the vintage Disney. And by maybe us talking about it, it'll invoke people to go and research and look into these things. And maybe it'll become some of their top tens yeah. later on in the future. And they'll find those stories that they really love and they really resonate with. Yeah. And I, of course, we would love to hear if you have any personal connections to the songs that we listed. If you but in particular, like, you know, Danielle's number four, my number eight, anything like that. Or if, if you have more songs that you'd like to add, please let us know in the comments and any of the reviews, anywhere you are listening to this podcast, we'd love to hear it. Cause again, we, we love our Disney songs, mostly, yeah. you know, <laughs> we can put them in whatever order we want to. We, we, we do love them all. So yes. Well, thank you all so much for listening to this week's episode. Be sure to tune in next week. We got a new countdown for you. We will be counting down our top 10 Walt Disney World attractions, which is super exciting. We're moving over to Danielle's coast for a little bit, but I, I am excited for this one. Yes, and it's going to span all four parks. So we're not going to be just sticking in Magic Kingdom or just sticking in Epcot because, well, some parks have more than others also. But this is going to span all of the Disney World. Yes, yes, including Typhoon Lagoon and Blizzard Beach, which, Danielle, I know you have no, so, no, 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 many, no, no, no. so many rides. The, not <laughs> including Typhoon Lagoon or Blizzard Beach. We love them, oh, okay. but they are not a theme park. <laughs> they are a water park. They are in a different category. Yes, they do have a water coaster over there. Um, that's the one. That's but I feel personally, so really what it is, is that I feel personally victimized by those rides over at Typhoon Lagoon because I almost fell out and it scared the living daylights out of me. Honestly, so they do not... Scary get yeah. to be included in this list and that's just out of personal preference fair you're the world you're the world girl you 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 make the rules there <laughs> so yes yeah. we're just gonna be sticking with magic kingdom epcot hollywood studios and animal kingdom 8k yeah all right well i'll start getting my list around megan you better start getting yours around too i i'm already ready it's forming in the in my noggin right now i'm getting it down i'm getting it ready <laughs> All right, I'll, I'll make sure to do a better job of actually writing them out this time and i'll be i'll be pr just as prepared as you yes Perfect. Well, I cannot wait. It's going to be a super fun episode and we'll see you guys next week. Thank you for tuning in. Yes. And wherever you're listening, night, night, sleep tight, dream of churros tonight and have a magical day. <laughs> <laughs>